Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey, welcome to April Fool's Day. How you doing? Yep, it's April 1. We are warned it will be the cruelest month. But then we haven't seen May yet, have we? Hi, and a good morning to you all. <laughs> it's your it's your homebound friend, Lynn Cullen, uh, here for another hour. My God. My God. So, I hope you all are doing okay. I had a, uh, a friend uh, who is gay suggest uh, that what I guess Mike in D.C. first noted, that this feeling of terror and pandemic is not something that is new to uh to gay men of a certain age uh because this is what it felt like to them during the AIDS epidemic when nothing was being done to alleviate uh their fear and suffering by the federal government and uh he suggested my friend that a lot of gay people are probably having a little bit of PTSD come back as a result, uh, throwing them back into into what it was like to live then. As he said, checking in in the mirror on his all over his body, looking for you know like uh, what is that Carposi uh, lesions? I mean, this is so for, for gay people. They've already. Um, felt this of a certain age yeah um we'll all have ptsd before it's over and some of us will have um uh you know obsessive compulsive disorders <laughs> and uh those will be the lucky ones i guess because whatever unbelievable i feel for people younger than myself because having perhaps even an entire year sort of removed uh from your life at least in a in a way in a way um the inability to live it as you would have chosen to do that's tough at my age the ability to be alive um at all is um is enough i suspect so, um, little few questions that have occurred to me since uh, last we spoke. Um, why the hell isn't Governor Wolf just shutting down the entire state? I have looked at a map, county by county map of the state of Pennsylvania. And there are maybe, I don't know, six counties, all of them in the sort of, you know, Pennsylvania area, uh, that have yet to record uh, a positive case. But let us acknowledge um, that <laughs> that's probably because there's no testing being done and viruses do not recognize county lines. So uh, this piecemeal, 
little-by-little approach that Wolf has chosen uh, puts him uh, really as an outlier uh, with most certainly democratic governors in the in the eastern and northeastern part of this country, it's it's timidity drives me crazy, and it's stupidity drives me crazy. The whole country should be shut down. Yeah, that would not be a, a politically great decision to make. People would say you were doing, you were overreacting. But if ever there was a time for overreaction, uh, this is it. So um, while in general, I think uh, Governor Wolf has done a pretty good job, um, this is <laughs> just is, is crazy. Just shut it down. If anything, it sends a message. Every state should be shut down. It sends a message. And to the extent that any one state is not taking those extreme measures, they are sending the wrong message, one, and probably endangering people's lives, too, okay? Uh, so that said, I, I'm, I'm just astonished, unless he has shut it down and I don't know, <laughs> which is also a possibility. Um, for those of you who are... Um, still, for some reason, tuning into the president's uh, news conferences, um, you might, if they ever show the, uh, the reporters there, you might have noted that um, they seem to be fewer because there are fewer. And in fact, the Washington Post, the New York Times, CNBC, not sure who else, those are the only three I'm aware of, have pulled their reporters from covering these White House pep rallies because they spread disinformation, because they are a way for the president to use this to uh, appear to be in, in charge. Um, so those three outlets, the Post, the Times, CNBC that I'm aware of, while they have they they are not sending reporters to the briefings, that doesn't mean they can't watch them on television. They've just decided it is not worth risking their reporters' health to sit in that room. So the reporters that are there now um, uh, represent a lot of smaller publications, a lot of right-wing publications, and the president is now calling on reporters from those publications uh, who are, of course, softballing uh, questions to him. So just a, I don't know, a case in, um, in point of, ow, sorry, the dog just decided he wanted to sit on the same chair I am. Blue, that's not, no, honey, that's not going to work. It's not. 
he's brought a large object with him. That's the part that's not going to work because uh, General Blue, it ain't going to work. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, why have I lost my... Uh, excuse me. You know, we're all a little discombobulated. Which reminds me of the greatest... Um, of the greatest sign I ever saw in an airport. I've told you about it, but just saying discombobulated reminds me of it. Uh, at the Milwaukee airport, <laughs> when you go through uh, the TSA screening and, you know, you're forced to take your shoes off, belts off, and, you know, essentially undress and, and then dress again as soon as you get cleared, there was a sign up of where they had a few benches for people to sit and, put their shoes back on and uh the sign said uh recombobulation area which i thought was very cute and i don't know if it's still there but blue you're going to have to get down no that can't i'm sorry here go um so there's that um Paul writes, in regards to the daily briefings, the reporter should let Dr. Trump <laughs> ramble on, and when it's time for questions, they should direct all the questions directly to the real doctors, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Uh, Burks. <laughs> That'd drive him insane. Oh, dear God. Yeah. So the stock market is uh, crashing again today, and um, how low can it go? Uh, if this thing goes on for, I suspect, as long as it's going to, um, I mean, it essentially goes on until they find a virus. Uh, I mean, a virus, a vaccine. Um, how long uh, will we see the Dow uh, drop uh, into the, definitely, I think we'll we'll see it, um, you know, as low as what, like 12 Hundred? Um, who knows? Who knows? And uh, speaking of loss, the the losses being sustained by people of the two things they value most: uh, their health. <laughs> their three things: their health, their freedom, and their uh, financial security. That's a lot of stuff to mourn, and let's remember. I'm sorry, while I open my refrigerator, that we're, we're that we're grieving. Never forget, we are grieving. Some of us more than others, and I speak to those who have lost uh, loved ones, and uh, unfortunately, those numbers will grow. I hate to be so so negative, but let's be uh, let's be serious, okay? Um. I had this thought, I, walking the dog, I walked by someone's front porch and they, they had a bunch of Amazon boxes uh, on the front porch and um, it was also uh, garbage day the next day and so they had put out their re recyclables and the recyclables were about a hundred more Amazon boxes and um, I thought that when this is over, given the fact that small businesses 
are, you know, being told to close down, have to close down, and um, likely won't survive. The only business that's going to survive is Amazon, (laughs) right? That'll be, I mean, it was trending in that way anyway, just as a monopolistic, uh, on the monopolistic trajectory it was. But man, this will uh, just accelerate that so much. I'm trying so hard not to use Amazon. Um, But it's, you know, I'm sure it's, it's difficult. The idea of this further enriching uh, Jeff Bezos, it, it just makes me crazy. Excuse me, I got to drink something. Ah, it's water. If you're starting to drink in the morning, you got a problem, you know. And um, do we agree that a few state stores should be allowed to open? <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, I don't care that the governor, who maybe is a teetotaler, doesn't think that's an essential business, but in this uh, time of stress, I suggest uh, it is. Not that we want to turn into a bunch of people with PTSD and and, uh, obsessive-compulsive disorder and uh, alcoholics, but, uh, I mean, this is goddamn dog. that's sort of where it potentially, I guess, too, is trending. I'm sorry, there's a, a lot of different things coming into my purview here, and I'm um, okay. We have a caller. <laughs> that was one thing. Hello, caller. Is this me? Am I, am I on now? Wigan. Yes. Listen, Hi. You, need to, you need to do a firm no, no. You know, and, and, and you're just, no, you can't do this, what have you. It's so funny. I'm sitting here laughing. Cause are you talking about dog. my, do- wait a minute. Are you talking about my dog? Yes. Yes. Well, no. no. Guess that's what? That's not why I called. That's not okay. why I called. That's not why I called. But I was <laughs> on the line listening to this and I'm like, she needs to say, and, and, and like, for instance, that my one dog that came here in January, <laughs> she thinks her name is no. I and, I yeah. So, no, it, it's, um, um, you're talking about tragedy. And I, I'm not going to say the country where this person is from, but, but she was here and had a really, you know, good job. And she, she moved to another job, and her father became ill in her home country. Mm-hmm. And um, she couldn't get there and yeah. because of what this country was. But then this happened, and he began to die, and she couldn't get there. And yeah. now he's gone and she can't get there for the funeral. And can you imagine anything and, and more, I, I just, a family member and she was very close. And so it just, it just, I, I just got a text from her and I, I can't, I can't imagine, but there are so many millions of stories like this all around the world. You know, you, you say know, we can't, you can't imagine. It doesn't not important. It doesn't, that's the thing we have to remember. It doesn't make the one not important. No. You know? No, and, and, and I think that's the greatest fear that a lot of us have. I was talking to my mom last night, and that's what she, she said. All of these people dying 
alone. Now, from her perspective, that must be a great fear for her, that at her advanced age, she is going to die alone. And um, I think, you know, the horror of that, it's not like it's unimaginable, a word you used, because it is what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And to a lot of people. Well, the other thing that I did today, and I had to call you and tell you, everybody's been telling me that because of my risk, I shouldn't go to the grocery store, including my doctor said that yesterday. Well, I went to the grocery store today because the people, well, wait, wait, wait. I, I really thought this out. I'm 67. Okay. I'd like yeah. to live another 10 years. I'd like to leave at least five years. But the people who are offering to help me are people with children or people who haven't had kids yet, but may be getting ready to get married and have kids. They have their whole lives ahead of them. They don't yeah. need to risk their lives for me. That's really that's ridiculous. And so I figured out that I would put on a rain suit and then I would put on a hat on top and pull my hair back and then put the mask on. So the only thing showing are my glasses. And then I have, and then the moment, and then I had my list already. And I, I burst in to the store and there were other people dressed kind of like me. It's like I'm not the only person. And I look like this black whirling dervish running around. And then the moment someone comes toward me, I scoot in another direction. And I'm not being, but it was, it was, and then I saw this one young, young girl, young woman. She's very young. She had no mask, nothing on. She didn't oh. have gloves on. She was one of the workers. She was moving product. And I oh, shouted dear. out to her, thank you so much. You're so courageous. And then I started to cry. And then I continued running around. And uh, because she was <laughs> just a kid. And then I picked up my little bag of apples. And I was going so fast that I dumped all over the floor. So I'm having to pick all these apples. I just finished. And then when I got back, I stripped completely, ran in, stripped, stuck it in the washing machine. And I'm going to wash my grocery bags now. And then I jumped in the shower and bathed. And I had took my gloves off. I had gloves on and everything. And if I get it, it's then it really is more contagious than it. I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, that. I would say <laughs> so. It seems like that was a little bit of overkill, but yeah, if you get it, that's no. Uh... But I saw someone else dressed just like that, and I thought, God, I'm not the only idiot. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, but you know what? You think about it, and yeah. you're saying, and the, all these wonderful people are saying, "I'll do this for you," and I'm like, why am I letting them risk their lives and spend more time in a store picking my stuff up? The problem is that some of these delivery and pickup services that they offer are swamped. And I, I couldn't wait. I, I need my bananas. I needed my bananas. They're rotten now. I don't want to eat these bananas. I want new bananas. So I said, I have to go. And I needed my diet, my diet Pepsi. I had to have the diet Pepsi. And no, by the way, isn't there wait, isn't there liquor at the grocery store? Don't no. Yeah, right. At store? one, at one, but no, it's gone. Well, I go mean, go to that one and buy. Are you sure? I bet you there is. You should call no, them up and ask. I saw on Twitter that no, somebody tweeted that, uh, or that 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 uh, neighbor neighborhood thing uh, next door uh, said that the, the liquor at the little bit of liquor that the Giant Eagle has at the Market District is uh, 
was pretty much decimated. Well, you um, try, if you can find moonshine somewhere, or maybe, yeah. you know, maybe drink a mouthwash. Drink some of the rubbing alcohol that I'm <laughs> holding in. <laughs> no, that, no we, let's not even joke about that. There are people... Oh, let's not. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go down that road. But listen, I'm going to let you go. I hope you have more callers. But I just I just you know what? I think one reason I wanted to go was to thank the people there who are working, who have to I work. Know. I know. You know, I mean, and she I know. was so young and she was pretty. And and you, and you look at her and she says her whole life ahead of her. And, and she's in there with all us Jeremy people. So I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so I right, hear well, you. Listen, it's 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 it's, it's uh, uh, your mom will be fine. She's amazing. You know, she's, she's, she's she'll probably be she's yeah, to 100. the last yeah. one we'll standing. Be, we'll be in the hospital and she's at, and she's at <laughs> somewhere on a golf course playing golf. Okay. So, anyway. All right, I, Sal. I got Love you. Bye. Bye. You too. Bye. And uh, there you have it, the inimitable, inimitable uh, Sally Wigan, um, <laughs> who, do, I mean, God, she can be so funny. She's not kidding. She, she's, you know, by, you know, as opposed to the, the sort of you know strong anchor woman persona that she projected. I mean, she is in person more like the the whirling uh, dervish uh, she was she was talking about. Uh, I'm sorry, I am clearly not. My head's just not working well today, and I I, I suspect. It's because I actually had an extraordinarily good night's sleep, and those have been rare, and, and so I'm, I'm just sort of still in a bit of a fog. Anyway, that's my excuse, and we have another caller. Hi, caller. Hi, Lynn. Hi. You were talking about those Amazon boxes. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that lady on YouTube that bought out the entire supply of toilet paper, tissue mm. paper, and, um, you know, like, uh, yeah, towel? okay, I'll, yeah, no, I did not. Out of Dollar Tree? You should have seen it. Disgusting. It's, it's up, yeah, it's up on YouTube. Some girl recorded it. She had cases and cases. I'm talking about. There must have been 50 giant cases she was trying to load into a truck. And this whoever was taking the film was like, that's right, buy everything. Don't leave anything for anybody else. And then she said, I'll bet you a Trump support. Yeah, go Trump. I knew it. I had you paid from the beginning. Is that really, really what, yeah, the person said, go. Well, you know, maybe they were intending what, to, um, stockpile it and then sell it at exorbitant prices to desperate people. Probably. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, th this is where people show their colors. I mean, you'll see the good people. You'll see the bad people. Yeah. She and, told the girl filming it to F off. Sure. Sure. Wow. No. Also, did you, did you see the, uh, you know, all them kids that went on spring break and went to yeah. the beach? Yeah. 19 of them got the virus. Sure. Sure. And Live and learn, said, huh? First thing I thought was, serves you're right. Yeah, but think of how many other people from the time they got it to the time they finally... I, I just think of how all the people they came in contact with. It drives me... It just drives me crazy. Yeah, how many people um, they infected? Yeah, yeah. 
And increasingly, they're saying that fewer people, uh, I mean, more people than we've been told, really don't show symptoms, even though they have it. So uh, this thing about you can only get tested if you have symptoms is sort of stupid and wouldn't have to be the case if we had enough testing materials. Um, but also, uh, it suggests that you should assume at all times that everyone has it, including yourself. I mean, and not, and this is where you don't touch anybody and you don't go out, right? That's the assumption we should out. make. I haven't been outside for a month. Oh, God. You need some fresh yeah. air. Well, if you got the radio, what else do you need, you know? <laughs> I'll turn that TV on, that's for sure. No, you don't want that. Hey, did you by any chance look into that cleaning product I told you about yesterday? Um, no, but other people did and sent me information. It is pricey. Yeah. And I'm, I still wanted to look at, it's, it's, it's technically a pesticide. Um, well, I don't know I if I want... Yeah, well, I, yeah, the virus is a hell of a pest. Yeah, I just don't know if I want to be smearing pesticide all over my floors and where I live. I, I don't know what else is in it that I would be concerned about. But yeah, I'm sure you turned a lot of people onto that because it's supposed uh, to be odorless and safe for people like you with asthma. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. There's no crazy chemicals in it. I don't know, you know, check it out. Well, there probably are, though. There probably are crazy chemicals in it, if it's a pesticide. I don't know. I don't, I wish I knew more. I don't know enough. So, (laughs) all right, you find out. Don't give me a sign. That's why I called you. (laughs) You go do it. I'm busy. I don't don't need it. Okay. Well, you're, you're sweet to have uh, told us about it. Do you have a joke for us today or not? Do you have a joke? I got I got two of them for you. All right, let's hear you. Let's hear them. In case you don't like this one. All right. Um, what does a Jewish woman like to make for dinner? Reservations. Okay, you knew that one. Don't ask a Jewish woman a good question like that. <laughs> I kind of figured you might know that one. Okay, here's, here's the last one. What's the difference between God and an airline pilot. Uh, I don't know. God doesn't think he's an airline pilot. <laughs> okay, you. <laughs> bye that bye, would work. Lenny. Bye, bye. Thank you so much. You're a dear. Um, yeah, that last joke would work for a lot of people, I think. That's cute. Um, Lou says there are wine clubs online. We're considering this. I've heard some good reviews. Just Google wine club. Yeah, there are. And then they ship, right? So I guess that's what I have to do. Uh, Debbie says, I watched the White House briefings to hear Dr. Fauci, but you can't hear him until Trump gets, I mean, I guess you could keep it on mute and just sort of out of the corner of your eye, check every once in a while to see if, uh, you know, his, his horribleness is still at the, at the lectern um, and, you know, wait that way. But the idea of listening to that SOB is beyond me. He was getting very good reviews, by the way, about his performance yesterday. 
um, because he actually was more sober than uh, normal, uh, you know, announcing that um, if a quarter, a million of us uh, die from this, uh, he will have done very well. <laughs> that was, he was floating his best case scenario of what, 100 to 230,000. That's the best case scenario. Um, and they're lowballing it, guys. They're lowballing all of this stuff, just like they lied to us about masks. Masks, they lied to us about the masks because they didn't want us taking them from the frontline workers. But why can't they just be honest and say that? Seriously. Um, I don't like being manipulated, and I don't like not trusting um, the government that are supposed to be an authority figure at this point. So we knew they were lying about the masks. Now, if you didn't know, you know now. You know now. Um, so if you can make your own or whatever, it is best. It only makes sense. It keeps you from touching your, and who knows? I mean, it, it, it ain't going to hurt you. The fact that they were telling us that initially and, and journalists dutifully reporting it as, you know, this is, this is coming from the highest authorities, it's, it shows that they're bullshitting you. And just like they're bullshitting you when they said you got to stay indoors for two weeks. And then when those two weeks are done, you'll have to stay indoors for two more. And when those two are done, you'll have to stay. Just give us the straight scoop. It's like if you ever at the airport, imagine that, and uh, the plane was delayed. They, they, they don't tell you the truth, right? Well, it's due in now about uh, 20 minutes from now, and then 20 minutes, it's due uh, 20 minutes from then. And, 20, and what that does is destroy credibility. It's stupid. I don't like being lied to. Um, we could be in this predicament we are in for a year. But I guess you can't say that because people literally do freak out. Um, anyway, sorry, back to Debbie. I watched the White House briefings to hear Dr. Fauci. Yesterday's briefing started out good. Trump gave his statement, then stepped away. And then it was Fauci and Burks, and they put up charts and were informative. The press asked some questions, and I thought, this is going well for 30 minutes. Then even though they were not asking Trump anything, he started answering questions. One reporter even said, this is for Dr. Fauci, and Trump still kept talking. Then he had the nerve to say, we can keep going. I have nothing to do. Oh, my God. The president said he had nothing to do other than misinform and, and keep the doctors from informing. Why can't his supporters see this, says Debbie? Also, listening to Sally, my stress is going my stress is going to the grocery store. I went yesterday because I needed my bananas too. What's with bananas, you guys? I'm going to call stores before I go for toilet paper. Find out when the trucks come in. Just going to walk my dogs. Glad I have them. Yes, I I understand that. Um, uh, hang on. I think I might have another. God dang it. Um. Oh, I'm being told Ryan is there. Ryan, you got something? I'm here. Oh, Hi, what I'm do you here. have? Hello. Hi, uh, how you doing? 
curious. How are you? Okay. Okay. Um, well, I got whatever whatever you want. Uh, we could talk about. Uh, um, uh, oh, I wrote a um, I wrote a, a, a write up yesterday of uh, the dumbest things that um, all the um, all the uh, all the politicians in Pennsylvania have said uh, concerning coronavirus. Um, I, well, that must have been, uh, you know, five pages long, took up the whole it paper. It took me a lot longer than I thought. <laughs> yeah, well, sure. And I su- suspect most of them were Republicans. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, was number one. He had a, um, he had a, um, just a ridiculous video where he actually went to the Capitol, even though um, they were told, all the legislators were told that they um, – should probably stay home and vote remotely because they could vote remotely. And he, he decided that he literally said that he was too important to stay home. So he traveled all the way to Harrisburg, I guess. And, uh, like took this uh, shoddy video in his office and just, uh, said, just. He probably thought he was being macho. See, he's being a, a macho guy. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Uh, Right. That, that, that's where his head is. Um, where a lot of conservatives heads are, like they're trying to play this as this like patriotism, macho like guy for the economy because it's too important you know right um, right kind of you know machismo and uh um yeah uh, there were you know some Pennsylvania politicians that definitely fall into that um, okay ryan i want yeah, you but, to underscore the voting stuff for for yeah, the sure. audience if you would yeah i just wrote a story today about like an explainer um so if people aren't aware pennsylvania can um we now have a no excuse voting law so, um, sorry, a no excuse vote by mail law. So, uh, if anybody who wants to can apply for a mail in ballot and then they can get that ballot and return it without an excuse, it used to be. Okay. Um, yeah. It used to be, you know, what? it's funny though. I want to say when you say a no excuse voting law, you know, for people not knowing the stupidity of, uh, particular stupidity of Pennsylvania voting law, um, right. you would think that must mean that there is no excuse for not voting in Pennsylvania. Like they'll fine you if you don't vote, but no, that's, <laughs> that's not, that, <laughs> no, that's not what it means. The no excuse means it used to be as a form of, again, keeping people from voting right. that the right. only way you could get an absentee ballot was to have a doctor's excuse or a really good excuse about how you'll be out of town on that particular day. And so that's the no, that's, you don't need an excuse anymore is, is what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We, um, just, just last election and years before that we had, um, um, you know, you could apply for an absentee ballot, but you had to go through this pretty rigorous process to um you know receive mm-hmm. one in terms yeah. of having a Jump doctor's excuse in terms of yeah. having a legitimate disability with a doctor's um note uh in terms of uh or or the fact that some kind of business or some kind of decision would take you away from being in Pennsylvania on the election day um i, I mean it was incredibly archaic it was incredibly convoluted there were rules about who could exactly fill it out if you could fill it out yourself yeah. you had to have you had to have another form that said, this person is filling it out for me. And here's the reason why I can't fill it out because if you have a disability or some other reason like that, um, it, it, I mean, it was insane. And they, 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 they still have that absentee ballot 
process in place for people who I guess have grown accustomed to voting that way. Um, but now every single Pennsylvanian, regardless of where they're going to be on election day, they could literally right. be can have this. So we should you know, do like, it right. Because what are the absolutely. odds that, yeah, absolutely. So how do you get one of these damn uh, things and what is yeah, that? So, 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 so there's a few different ways. Um, you can go to uh, uh, votespa.com backslash apply mail ballot, um, or even just go to votespa.com, and um, I'm sure they're going to spend be, hours uh, looking through uh, looking through. <laughs> no, that no, 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 no. It's actually pretty easy. They actually okay. make it a lot easier. Um, but um, yeah, if you actually want to, well, I would, I would, I would encourage people to go to the you know city paper website. That's our main story up right now. Is basically an explainer on how to um, vote for the mail-in ballot. Obviously, you need to be registered to vote first. So if you're not registered to vote, make sure you get registered to vote. You can also do that on votespa.com backslash register to vote. Um, and uh, um, so that's kind of the first step. Once you are registered, then you can apply for this mail-in ballot. Um, and uh, yeah, it's pretty simple. Um, I'm just going to go through the process right now. Um, so we can do that ready. now and already vote now no, in the Pennsylvania so primary? So what's going to happen is that you're going to fill out your application ballot. Then once all the ballots are finalized, I'm pretty sure they're pretty close to being um, finalized, uh, then your county election office is going to mail you the ballot. So once you fill out the application and that's accepted, as long as you're like, you know, there's no irregularities, like, like for instance, you have to be registered to vote. You have to have, um, you have to show, or give information about your Pennsylvania driver's license or your PennDOT identification card or the last four digits of your social security number. Um, and once you um, give that information through the application process and that's accepted, the county is just going to send you a ballot. And then I when see. you get that ballot, fill it out and return it. And, okay. you know, make sure um, – sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, yeah, thank you. That's yeah. good information. And we yeah. need to do that. The other yeah, thing is if you haven't, I know, I saw your story. And the, yeah. also you said, and fill out the census stuff, guys. Yeah. yeah. I think today is like special census collection day. So if you haven't done that either, we have a little um, story online and in the paper. Kind of explains um, some uh, just, you know, a few tips to fill out the census. The census is really easy. It's a lot, it's a lot easier than the mail-in ballot. Um, so um, you can also do that online, too. You don't have to, um, for the census, you don't have to return your um, your print census product that they sent you already. You can just go to um, the census website and fill out the information there, and that will count the same as uh, uh, turning in your, um, uh, your mail-in ballot. Okay. Hey, wait a minute. This just in. God bless you, Terry. You can order all the wine you want from splashwines.com. Mm. Splash, just like it wines, all one word, dot com. And uh, they ship uh, never more than four ninety five for shipping of 15 to 18 bottles. Woo! Hello. Hello. Okay, don't you all get there before me and, and you know, get it all. Okay, splashwines.com. And um, also Chuck says, um, you know, the distilleries around here are shipping um, as well. Wiggle Whiskey, 
Liberty Pole Spirits. Um, and, you know, they make good whiskeys, bourbons, gins, and vodkas. But I, and how come beer distributors are open? Uh, (laughs) Really? I mean, I've got, why would you say state stores can't be open, but beer distributors are considered an essential? I think with the state stores is that the state stores are owned by the state. So I think that's like, it's easier for the, you know, the government to say, well, we own that. We don't want to put our employees at risk. We have the, you know, ability to close it. And we can just close it, and you don't really necessarily you're not but really they, having any any concern about hurting. Um, sure, but they can also define know, a beer revenue. distributors as as they have other uh, occupations and businesses as non-essential. Right. Right. So I mean, uh, yeah, no argument. I mean, it, I just, uh, it, it, it's and why hasn't he? Why hasn't he done um, a, a statewide close down? He's one of the few Democratic governors who is doing this bullshitty piecemeal process, piecemeal process, when there's only six or seven counties that have yet to record their first uh, positive. And you know that's simply because uh, no one's testing. testing. So why, what is wrong with him? I don't, I don't, I don't know why they haven't done a statewide closure. Especially considering all the states around us have done them. Uh, yeah, no, it's you know, absolutely it's out of um, no. It's there's no excuse for it, and and it it really, I'm just confused about it. Um, yeah. We have a call. We have a caller. Caller, go ahead. Hello. Hi, okay. my name is Dave from Washington. Dave from Washington. Hey. Hey. Good news. The liquor stores in West Virginia are open. <laughs> The problem is you got to go pretty far into the state to find one that's got any uh, good inventory. Yeah, I was going to say, I would think like premium wines are not like uh, their thing. I don't give a shit about premium wine. I'm talking (laughs) booze. You want your standard good old booze, you got to go there. I don't give a fucking premium wine. I don't give a shit about that stuff. Um, Anyway, my daughter hit uh, like four of them yesterday before she found what she wanted. Now, she called me and tell me she was going. No. I'm the You're one kidding. Said, no, I know. What a bomb. I'm the one who called wrong. First, she, she was bemoaning the fact that, you know, the liquor stores are all closed. I said, I called and found out that the ones in West Virginia are open. Okay, didn't hear back from her a couple hours later. She's like, oh, I found one. I got a bunch of booze. I'm like, what? You drove right by my house to get out there. <laughs> and you didn't even stop by and pick me up. Jeez. I know, and here I thought I trained her well. <laughs> I guess not. So, that's, anyway, that's great. That's, that's a little good news. You might the, the panhandle might be all um, dried out. You probably have to go south. I don't know. <laughs> call around and find out. But uh, so there is a. With, knowing that, I can now, because we're told our office is now just closed indefinitely. Don't even have an opening date for when I go back to work. And and um, that's the, that's a state job as well. The yeah, Department of Motor Vehicles. Yeah, that's a state job, yes. Yeah. Um, but now knowing that there are, there is, in fact, booze to be had, if you go you know, get in the car and drive and go get it, uh, that makes things a little bit easier. Because <laughs> yeah. at first I was bumming out seriously. So. Okay, okay. Well, um, I, you know, I just don't like booze. I have booze here, like vodka and gin. That's for friends. Oh, I'll I right just. Over. No! 
Hey, All right, you. <laughs> Everyone at Lynn's. Okay. I've always had a crush on Sally, so invite her over, too. Okay. Will do. Oh, All guys. right. Thanks, Dave. Right. Bye. <laughs> and, um, okay. And there are apparently Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania wineries that uh, delivery and pickup. Man, I got some great people here in the audience, Ryan. They're um, they're on this. So yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I'm not driving all the way to West Virginia just to get some booze. <laughs> it's like three hours, like hours. Yeah, I know. Well, that that speaks well of you. Before all this you know, all this craziness went down, so I'm fine. You know, some of the rest of us are a little more, uh, you know, I really, I need a glass of wine with my dinner. <laughs> it's just, and especially now. I am sorry, but I do. Hey, I, I have to tell you, um, you know, everybody's wa- watching television more, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah. And um, I found something from, it. this is over 10 years old, but I didn't see it at the time, and it's, through Showtime, and it's This American Life, Ira Glass's This American Life, you you know, you hear them on uh, NPR, yep, yep, but yep. I, I, I guess for two years, he made it into a TV show, and okay. I, I think it is the most delightful, they're just half hours, and they're so wonderful, slices of American life. Characters, wonderful. It is the best television feature kind of reporting I've seen in a long time and often upbeat, not always, sometimes funny, sometimes. And so if you have access to that, Ira Glass's This American Life, um, I cannot uh, recommend it more highly. I, I watched a little bit the other night about these Wisconsin convicts who were in uh, a prison there. Actually, I think mm-hmm. it's a prison near my the house, my my homestead. Home. There's one just uh, about three quarters of a mile from my house, uh, and they painstakingly, and no one knows how they got enough. They made a rope ladder, a long rope ladder out of braiding dental floss. Wow. They figured it took three and a half miles of dental floss. (laughs) And they got out (laughs) over the wall and out. The problem was a guard who was a halfback on his college football team uh-huh. <laughs> uh, literally ran them, ran them down. But I mean, just funny. <laughs> That's all that work. <laughs> <laughs> just funny stories like that. I, I just, yeah. I, I love it. So that's my, that's my. Uh, oh, that's a good suggestion. Yeah, Ira Glass. Watching the news. Yeah, this American life. And I think we have another caller. Caller, go ahead, please. Hi. Hello, this is Beth from West Virginia, and I'm just letting you people know there are some quality wines here in West Virginia. <laughs> I'm sorry to <laughs> wait. Our, our campgrounds, our campgrounds may be closed to out-of-state folks, but our wine and liquor stores are wide open for your business. All right. <laughs> so, if you need some premium wine, we can ship it to you too, Lynn. 
Okay, now you don't have a state system, do you? No, no. They, so it's these a are private pro- system. Yeah. So you have liquor pretty much sold in one kind of store, but in all the grocery stores, uh, you have uh, wine and beer. I'm trying to think and, what's the closest city. Would it be Weirton from Pittsburgh? That's an Weirton probably. Weirton probably would be the closest. I and would they have a liquor po- store? Well, they would have liquor stores, and they would also have, uh, like, if there's a Super Kroger or one of the nicer Kroger stores, their <laughs> wine selection is actually really nice. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. God, yeah. you guys have wine in your grocery stores. We do, and beer, and like I said, and if you have a good neighbor, they got a hell of a still. They, what? Oh, (laughs) I hear you. Where are you in West Virginia? Where are you in West Virginia? We're in Morgantown, so, uh, and there's actually a wonderful Super Kroger, and we have, there's also a place called Slight Indulgence, which has incredible rare and uh, very nice wines. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate Bye. it. I have no offense uh, about, you know, <laughs> making assumptions about West Virginia. Yeah, and also real quick too because trust me, every Republican governor I think has been an absolute moron, but we're actually very proud of the response our governor has taken and been one of the few Republican governors that have shut us down. Uh, really? And to listen to his, yeah, and to listen to his daily um, news conference, uh, most medical staff, what they're doing for first responders, you know, his response, one person to die is too many. It actually, we're like, okay, we actually feel like we have, we're being you represented have a by a, correct. That's wonderful. You yeah. know, um, and see that, Listen, to guys, so West Virginia's Republican governor has closed down their entire state. Yeah? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, yes. And, essential, and essential businesses only. Essential businesses. And, 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 uh, um, and Pennsylvania has not. I'll tell you another good Republican governor is this Larry Hogan in, I think, Maryland. He is impressive as hell, and he has gone so far as to literally say of things that the president has said, that is simply not true, Mm -hmm. to quote the Republican governor. Same thing here, and just with questions that reporters even ask, just going back and being concerned that, you know, people who are in a high-risk category, you know, are they being forced by their employer because they have to work two jobs? And he's automatically responding, saying, hey, look, I want you to call these departments. No one should feel unsecure in their job right now. And also saying, look, it's the first of the month. I don't want to hear about people being evicted. You people have to show humanity at this time. Way to go. Yeah, I have to say, it's given given us actually a little bit of pride. Thank you. That's a great call. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Actually, uh, Ryan, the caller brings up yeah. uh, an, an issue I didn't want to talk about, and that is okay. um, April 1st, you know, rent is due, uh, right. you know, mortgage payments are due. And I saw in the uh, Post-Gazette today um, a, uh, a woman, she's 28 years old, and she manages a whole bunch of uh, rental properties. <laughs> okay. 
and I'm assuming whatever. And she says she's been telling her uh, her people this. She says I try to give them. I tell them that bank loans, uh, you know, get a loan. Rates are low. She says I try to give them other options because not paying rent is not an option. She is quoted Whoa. as saying, and I just want to say to little Miss Whites it. Um, bullshit, lady. Yeah, absolutely. Bullshit. And she says, what? (laughs) Bank loans? Like, most people are going to go get bank loans for rent? Yeah, I mean, come on. She says she can... She says she can empathize with tenants who are out of work because her daddy's contracting company was closed down too. And she says, I have felt the impact too, but I have to pay my mortgage. Um, The question is, how long do you let this go on? And will they ever catch up? If you lose a thousand dollars a month, anyway, yeah, but here's what I want to ask this woman. Is she going, first of all, I think uh, our attorney general, the state attorney general, has said, you cannot evict people now. No, the courts are closed. The courts are closed. You can't evict anybody Yeah, so. It's it's, it's not even possible. How do you get blood out of a turnip, Missy? If people have no jobs, then they can't pay you the rent. And what are you going to do? Rent it to somebody else? I don't think so. When people aren't so, supposed to be moving around, they stay at home orders almost everywhere in the state. So, uh, so yeah, it, it, wh- that's absurd. I mean, uh, why would that person talk to the press? <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> just, well, she's know. an idiot, and I, I this yeah, was like, on the I think the business section of today's the business section of the Post Gazette. Of course, from the landlord's point of view, because that's what the Post Gazette would do. They wouldn't do the majority of people who are the renters. Right. And um, and the sentence right below all her absurd statements are uh, by the Post Gazette is landlords yeah. are bracing for tough times ahead. Well, yes, oh we all are, and well, you can't yeah. throw people out. Man, this woman. She even let her picture be taken. What are they? Oh, thinking? so you you looked it up? Yeah. yeah Isn't that yeah. something? What a story! Oh my gosh! I can't wait to read this. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's crazy. I was actually going to write about today. There's some state representatives that are um, proposing legislation that I doubt will pass, but still, it's good for them to propose it. That would uh, freeze rents and freeze mortgages during during this uh, of course. Kind of pandemic. I know? mean, I, yeah, yeah, this it, is it, not it, business it, it, as essential. usual. It's yeah, exactly. It's an essential yeah. time. And um, people are just going to have to realize that. And, of course, <laughs> have this, this, you know, and there's always going to be certain kind of people that are like, well, no, but it's not supposed to be different for me. And those are usually really, really rich people. Uh, who, right, who, who right. Yeah, she's saying, this is life. my business. How right. I can't. And then there's other people in the story who suggest that people will, of course, use this as an excuse to hoard their money when, in fact, yeah. they do have the money to pay their rent. Right. Right, which is like isn't true, and like it's so frustrating uh, that 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 like that mindset is always set. Did you see that like, video that the Post Gazette took of the line waiting to get into get the, the food? Duquesne? No, yeah. it it, like, it made the network news. 
Yeah, I mean, it was it, huge. It went viral. Like, I mean, I did a yeah. I did a retweet of it, and I got like hundreds of like you know retweets yeah. just on mine alone. Like, it was crazy. And Stop so, and think. You know, there right. was a there was a food giveaway um, in on in Lawrenceville yesterday um, yeah. um, at Church Brew Works, and yeah. they ran out of food so fast, and then had to. T- there were cars like they had to. People who would never have gone to a food bank, right? Have to now. Times. But like, people need to realize that like most Americans, like the vast majority of Americans, don't have savings. And that's not because of like their their like spendthrift or you know their like loose spending right. ways. It's because we don't have a social safety net for any of them, and we've been slowly chipping away at it for decades. And it, and um, and and at the same time, our culture encourages people to go out and shop all the exactly. Time. That's right. that is what American consumer capitalism is built on. Is well, that's what advertising out. is all about, right? right? Trying exactly. to make you and so need and buy things you don't. Need. Exactly. It's so hypocritical then for in tough times to be like, oh, it's your fault. You know, when like our society has basically said, we're not going to give you as much of a safety net and we want you to spend as much money as you possibly can. But anytime there's any kind of downturn, like right now, they're like, oh my God, these people are just hoarding their money. It's just like, it's so, I, I, I yeah. it, it, it boils my blood, honestly. <laughs> I don't think here's a, well, of course. So bad. And here's another little item I just wanted to point out. Uh, this came from uh, the county. Um, from March 16th until yesterday, uh, 622 inmates have been released from the Allegheny County Jail. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 622. Yeah. I don't know how many that leaves. Probably that's almost half of them, right? I think there's no, over a that. Close, actually. Are you kidding me? Yeah, this is this is like this is why this is like a really big story because it is it is an it is an exceptional amount of people that they're releasing, but the population is only down to as of yesterday, uh, nineteen hundred people. So, um, so there's still, still really two thousand people in there. Yeah, because because over the last few months, the average population has been around twenty five hundred people. It's been extremely overcrowded. The jail's been overcrowded. And okay. Has anybody tested? Really, have do they have positive tests in there? I bet they do. There's there's a positive test of an employee that has. Okay. Well, that's that's all you need. The night just yeah, one exactly. And and here's and so another thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, the jail. I just want to point out that a number of nursing homes now. Yeah. Um, and we know what that means. Uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, this, is, this is today yeah, as of 10 has a lot. Yeah. Sorry, employees of the Pine Creek uh, Giant Eagle in McCandless and the Robinson Market District have tested positive. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Employees yeah. at five other stores in New Kensington, North Huntington, Wexford, and two Ohio stores have also tested positive. Um, yes, this this morning, uh, Josh Shapiro, the uh, AG, is warning landlords and mortgage lenders that they cannot evict anybody during the pandemic. And anybody who thinks they have been wrongly evicted can file an immediate complaint. Yep. Um, also, this is all sort of not great news. Uh, there's a, now a personal care home in Ligonier in which six residents and a staff member have tested positive. 
um, then there is in Beaver County at least this is this is a rampant thing. Uh, Twenty six residents of the Brighton Rehabilitation and Wellness Center have tested positive. As many as forty four are under quarantine. Two have died, um, and there's a, it, it, you know guys. We are about to see this sort of ex, a, an explosion, right? Yeah. This yeah. week. Well, it's just like I mean, like if you look at the curve in our state, it's yeah, it's still it's still exponentially going up, and there are no signs of it flattening at all. So it's really right. irresponsible for certain people and politicians to say, oh, let's get back to work, or we need a date to get back to work. And it's like, we don't even know when it's flattening yet. So let's wait till we actually see some flattening before we make any kind of decisions about setting a date for when maybe things might get back to normal. We just don't know yet. Right, exactly. And um, here is, no, that's nothing new. Okay, uh, Henry is saying, though, that he saw wine at his Giant Eagle. Um, at the market district. Yeah, so yeah, I guess no, it's, yeah, no, we still have, yeah, it yeah, we still have depends on when you're there. I, yeah. yeah. And he says yeah. also Whole Foods has a very large selection of wine. No, they don't. No, they don't. I mean, not the one, not the one in, uh, no, it's just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the one in South. Where's Wales, that? Right? Not our Whole Foods. Not the one in, not the one in the East End. No. Yeah. Um, and Keith writes, as I'm about to say goodbye, Damn it, Lynn, can't you do a second hour? It's not like any of us have anything else to do at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn, just go all day. Well, 18-hour show. <laughs> well, we could on occasion, yes, go longer, but I ha- I have to check with uh, my producer, Amy, who uh, also does have another job um, that she is still, I believe, going to. We'll double-check. But, Ryan, thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, I appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, Be well. Thanks for having me on. Hey, everyone, vote by mail. Don't forget. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. And, guys, thank you, as usual, for, a yes, a wonderful hour together. I could do another, but um, I think we're – we'd have to figure that out in, a, in advance. Okay. But thank you all so much for your contributions. This show wouldn't be anything without your calls, your emails, and just the sense of your presence out there. I am so, so appreciative. Okie doke. Have a good one. Be safe. See you tomorrow. Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.